Welcome back to the Grace Students Podcast. I'm Taylor, here to dive in this week to another topic, hopefully something we've talked about before and something that we can dive in for the next few moments uh, practically as we look at this idea of judgment-free zone. You know, I was thinking about this when I thought about judgment-free zone. If you don't know, there's a gym chain called Planet Fitness, and one of their mottos is that anybody that walks into the gym, it's a judgment-free zone. I don't care if you've been exercising for years. I don't care if you've been exercising for one week. I don't care if today is your first day that you are exercising. When you walk into our Planet Fitness buildings, this is a judgment-free zone. And what I feel like is that is what Jesus has called us to on a daily basis as believers and followers of him, that we are to be judgment-free people. It doesn't matter if you've been following Jesus for 20 years. It doesn't matter if you've been following Jesus for five years. It doesn't matter if you've been following Jesus for a week or you just started following him. This is a judgment-free zone. When you are around me, it's a judgment-free zone. I'm not saying that what you're doing is necessarily okay if you're involved in addictions, if you're involved in struggles, you're involved in sin. But what I'm saying is, is that if I'm going to be a follower of Jesus, we have to model after the way that Jesus lived his life. And that was a life of judgment-free. If you look at the Pharisees got angry with Jesus because he sat around tax collectors, prostitutes, and sinners— And they judge them. Well, Jesus, you can't sit around those people. Those people are off in left field. They they don't follow the law. They don't follow the teachings. They don't follow what a believer should. They're, They're not there. And what's happened in our world, I believe, today is that we got a bunch of Pharisees. We got people walking in our doors in the church, and we're going, man, I I know that what they were doing on Friday night, man, I know what their addiction is, man. I know what struggles they're involved in, man. I know they're involved in some bad stuff and we begin to judge what happened to living a life like Jesus did. I mean, guys, I'm just here to, to, to hopefully begin the conversation. I don't want to teach. I don't want to preach at you, but I think what's happened is we haven't been able to have life on life with people. You can't have an honest conversation with people because at any moment, if they begin to be vulnerable and put themselves out there, they feel like they're being judged. How are we supposed to help people pursue after Jesus if we can't live lives that are judgment free? That's always been a motto of mine as I've been in ministry is that anybody that comes to me, there's no judgment here. I'm not going to judge you because you're off doing this thing that you shouldn't be doing. I'm not going to judge you because you've been following Jesus for five years and you don't know how to maneuver this relationship on your own. You don't know how to grow. You don't know how to read your Bible. You don't know how to pray. I'm not going to judge you if you don't know where your life's at or where you're going and you're just kind of floating along, are you a judgment-free zone? 
Are you somebody that somebody could come up to you and they feel like they can be honest and vulnerable and know that they won't be judged? Man, guys, if we're going to if we're going to walk in this world in the way that Christ has called us to, we have to be people just like Jesus who was judgment free. We have to take after the motto of Planet Fitness, I'm judgment free. I was brought to a passage here in 1 Samuel chapter 16. What's happening here is uh, Saul has become king and the Lord has rejected Saul. And, And so he tells Samuel that you need to begin to go find the next king, anoint the next king that's going to come into position. And so here's where we pick up. He's gone to Bethlehem. He's gone to the house of Jesse. Uh, and we pick up here in verse 6, and he says, When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. You'd say, Samuel, why would you say that? Because instantly there was a judgment. Here's what the Lord says to Samuel. Do not consider his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. So instantly what happens is Samuel approaches and instantly comes to a judgment that this has to be the man of the Lord because he's tall, he's handsome, he's strong, and he looks like a man that can lead. Instantly Samuel comes with a judgment. And the Lord says, no. No, he's not the one. You've come to this judgment, to this conclusion. You've began to judge him based solely on what he looks like and on the outside. And that's not what I've called to do because if you look and continue on the way the Lord says it, people, I don't look at the things that people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Wow. We're out here looking at people based on how they look on the outside and we begin to judge them. Well, Taylor, he, he's got all this seek discomfort merch and, and, and he tries to dress cool. So he's got, he's got to have life together. He's cool. That person over there that's just wearing uh, jeans and, and a two button shirt and tennis shoes, man, he's, he's got it rough. He doesn't know what's going on. And we begin to look at people based solely on how they look on the outside. Well, if people didn't know me, they'd probably look at me and go, man, that, that person that's in ministry that has long hair, I, I, I don't know if he really gets it. I don't know if he really is following Jesus. He's just kind of out there. He's, he's different. He's not in the bounds. He's got pierced ears. How can somebody with pierced ears, long hair, always wears a hat and a mustache be leading the students? There's a judgment that is formed. And God goes, no, we can't be living in a world where we're just looking at how people are and judging on the outside. I don't have the ability to be able to look into people's hearts. So who's to say that I can come to a judgment? Who's to say I need to have the power of the judgment? There's an amazing scene in the movie called The Shack, if you've never seen it. I know there's some uh, controversial things within that movie that some people don't want to watch it, but there's an amazing scene where this guy comes to wisdom and and he's talking to wisdom and basically saying that whoever had taken his daughter should be judged and sent to hell. And so she says, okay. So she starts giving him all these situations and saying, what do you think about the person that took your daughter's dad and the way he raised that person 
should he be condemned to hell? What about your father? And she keeps going. And finally she comes to an amazing situation where he has to make the judgment call. And she said, you got two other kids. Here's what this kid's doing. Here's what this kid's doing. You now have to make a decision of which one goes to heaven and which one goes to hell. You have to make the judgment call. And he can't do it. He says, take me. Don't take my kids. Take me. And Jesus, when we were standing in line to feel the wrath and judgment of God leading us to a life and eternal separation from God because of sin entering in the world, Jesus steps in and says, no, 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 no. take me, judge me and died on a cross for you and for me. And now because of what he did, we don't have to face that judgment. We can accept what Jesus did, the sacrifice he had, and now live in eternal unity with God. But Jesus comes down on this earth and he hangs out with what we would judge as some of the worst people on this planet. And yet he loved them. And we're walking through a mental health series right now and a lot of people can step back and go, wow, that person's messed up. Wow, that person's crazy. Wow, that person has some real issues. When we begin to judge how people are based on their mental health. And it's judgment after judgment after judgment. And I wish what I could do is just put up right as you walk into our church, judgment-free zone, just like Planet Fitness. And no matter what struggles you're dealing with, no matter what addictions you have, no matter what problems you're facing in your life, no matter how long you've been following Jesus, you can walk into a place where there's followers of Christ that are willing to look at you and say, it's okay if you're struggling. It's okay if you don't have it all together. We're all figuring this out. But by the grace of Jesus, we are able to enter in, walk through this relationship and make mistakes, but he's got it covered. So I have no reason to judge you because I deserve judgment myself. Guys, we have to be judgment-free zones as people because we're helping people figure out life and people are just as guilty as you are. You don't deserve to judge people when you deserve judgment yourself. And if we're going to begin to come out of such a weird time we are in and help people get back on the track with Jesus, you have to have a culture in your life that I'm not going to judge. It's hard. Just like Samuel, I see this tall, handsome, strong leadership person. That's got to be God's anointed. You look at somebody, they're partying on a Friday night. They don't have their self together. They look like they're sick all the time. That person's definitely struggling. I don't have time for that. No, no, no. We have to be judgment-free people because what Jesus did, he not only was judgment-free in how he lived his life, he also gave a relentless love to each and every person. 
if we're going to be judgment-free, we also have to show a love and care for people. That doesn't mean we support what these people are doing. I want to make that clear. We don't, if you're judgment-free, that doesn't mean you support what people are doing. No, what's that saying is, I'm not going to let that stand in the way of me loving and caring for you. I'm still going to love you. I'm not going to judge you. You can be honest and open, just like we talked about last week in the podcast. You can be honest with me and open about your life so that we can help walk through this, and I'm not going to judge you. Judgment-free zones. I hope as you walk through this week, you take a step And look at your life. Have you been a person full of judgment? That no matter who walks through the doors or who sits next to you or who you have conversations with, you're able to separate. I can't be judging because I could be judged myself. It's hard and it's easily slipping into your mind, but we have to take a stand and say, no, 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 I'm not going to judge them. I'm going to love and care for them. Let's be a judgment-free. Zone.